0: Ross Dellinger, com, on the Yingling Lager guest line. At, Ross, I don't feel like you're surprised. I know I'm not. Um, but when you look at some of the schools that have become hyper-aggressive early in name-image likeness, like Miami, Tennessee, Nebraska, and Texas, it doesn't surprise me because these are programs that have had a lot of success at some point in time in the last 20 to 40 years. But for the most part, well, though, in Florida, uh, have been off the grid the last 10 to 15, sometimes 20 years. That doesn't surprise you at all, does it?
1: No. You know, you've, you've basically got, uh, you know, desperate, somewhat desperate, uh, yes. very wealthy, high-resourced uh, people at boosters at these at these schools who uh are clawing to get back to the glory years so to speak and yeah i mean i think it there's it's not coincidental that like eight of the top maybe 10 nil collectives um and when i say top i mean kind of the most ambitious uh the ones that are spending basically the most money um are from schools that you know uh are hoping to get quote back um, the Texas, the the Tennessees, uh, Miami's, Nebraska's, maybe USC too, and A and M. They're they're all searching for um, whether it be twenty years ago or sixty years ago. Uh, their winning ways um, in in championship winning eras that that are. Have lo- been lost basically, and they're they're trying to get that back. And what way to get that back? Right, is a pretty easy way now, and that is to um, to you know offer uh, current players uh, a good amount of of cash, more cash than than <laughs> maybe other schools are, and that way that leads to more recruits maybe signing with you with some promises that they'll get similar uh, payments. So that's you know that's what's happening and. And, hey, look, you know, there's another thing, another, another, um, I guess, similarity these schools have. And, and you know, I just cut to it. You know, they have been some of the most NCA sanctioned programs in the country <laughs> in the past. Uh, you know, and so they've probably done a lot of this anyway. right? Uh, and now it's, quote, legal.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ross Dellinger joining us on the Out of Bounds show. Uh, Yingling Lager Guest line, SI.com. Just Google Ross Dellinger SI. It, it, all his stuff is good. His last two articles that he dropped are phenomenal. If you're two and a half weeks away, you want some really good content. Uh, the one, how the ESPN Big Ten split impacts college sports, phenomenal. And then something that we're kind of hitting on the last ten minutes, the other side of college football's game changer, the NIL Collective. Uh, let's talk A&M. You just dropped them. You, you and I have been doing this a long t- I've been doing this for 20 years. You've been doing this a long time. Uh, we've gotten to cover amazing personalities and coaches and teams. Don't you find A&M fascinating and such an enigma, Ross, that they, they've got everything they need, and yet they've never won, for the most part, at a high level. They've never challenged, uh, you know, for, for the BCS or, or, or now the current playoff structure, uh, we really don't feel like they're close to Atlanta, yet they recruit like crazy and pump hundreds of millions of dollars in their program. Are they as fascinating a, a team and program to you as they are to us?
1: Yeah, and it's, it's really both of them, Texas and in Texas a They have more money um, basically than anybody Uh you know, as far as donations, and obviously a lot of that is coming from, you know, the oil industry, and uh, the money is they've, they've got a lot of it, and they've got they've got they're usually one in two, Texas and A and M and budget, and a lot of that is because of the uh, donations they receive. I mean, I think uh, a couple years ago, I think this is 2019 statistics, but uh, the University of Texas brought in like something like sixty five million dollars in a single year in donations. Uh, that's mm-hmm. like one, you know, fifth of the SEC's total donation. So you it's just it's a behemoth both of those places and it is quite um, puzzling, right, while they haven't figured it out. Uh, in A for A and M they haven't figured it out in a few decades, maybe. Uh, for Texas, it's been a decade plus that they haven't figured it out. And when they do, um, they'll be back. You know, they'll be back on top. And uh, because you, you, and that's why you hear the whole Texas is back kind of thing. When is Texas back? It's, it's because they they have so much money um, that surely at some point when they get the right organizational structure, the right coach, scheme, and blah blah blah, then then they will be back on top uh and, and everybody can see that happening and, and it's similar with A&M now I will say I think A&M's resurgence is in their money is a little newer than Texas and I think a lot of that you can point back to joining the SEC actually I think um I think that is that has been a, a pretty big boon for for the Aggies they they have kind of soared uh with with resources in, in donations and in facilities and improvements and, and even championships and all the other sports except football and really big success in a lot of the other sports. And of course, you know, Jimbo did have a nine in one year, but they, as you mentioned, they, they just haven't, um, mm-hmm. you know, they haven't gotten to the level where you think because of talent and resources they should be. And probably a lot of that, at least one year, a couple years, this during Jimbo's tenure is because of one man in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, uh, that <laughs> they can't seem to get through, and that's the case for a lot of teams. So until Nick Saban leaves Alabama, um, there's going to be a lot of disappointment continuing for a lot of teams in the SEC probably.
0: I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. to your
1: happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy
0: price, Priceline. Were you su- Ross Dellinger on the Out of Bounds Show? SI.com Were you surprised Jimbo Fisher reacted like a petulant child to Saban's comments? <laughs>
1: um, I, I I did certainly did not expect the calling the impromptu calling of a news conference. That was that was pretty bizarre. Um uh, you don't see that very often and uh, uh I look, um and I wrote about it in that NIL collective story last week. It, it, it's A and M had signed six I think they signed they signed their their number one, First of all, they signed the number one right top class ever in the history of rankings this past year. I think there was eight five stars, I think. Eight five stars. Yes. Um, they 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 hadn't signed eight five stars in the last six years combined. <laughs> okay, so it, let's 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 just face the facts here, right? I mean, and, and Lane Kiffin said it recently. Lane was on the, uh, and he said it multiple times, but most recently he was on the Levertard Show down in Miami, and um, and he came out with with some of those stats and said, like, come on, like who are we kidding here? You know. And I think I think he's right. Uh, you know, clearly, A and M has has um, very ambitious with NIL, and for for Jimbo to um, to just shoot that down constantly, uh, you know, I think a lot of coaches um, who know what happened in the who know what's happening in the recruiting landscape are are giving them the giving him the big eye roll.
0: Yeah. I Well, all right, well uh, it's all right. How long do I have? I uh, only got a minute and a half. Real quick, how impressed are you with Lane gr- growing up? And he's he's really become a damn good house. Now he, you know he's somewhat capped at Ole Miss. He's not going to win ten every year. That's not sustainable. But and he wants to get out and get to blue blood program. But he's also at a place where you can win and and he's getting paid a lot. Uh, how impressed are you with Kiffin and and him? Growing into a really good head coach.
1: Well, you you hear coaches all the time. And it's kind of become cliche when a coach goes somewhere and fails or or whatever, and you know you ask him, "What did you learn?" You know, "What did you learn from your tenure?" And uh, I I really Lane has learned a lot from a lot of his failures. He's had a lot of failures, and I think he recently said, you know, when he was uh, he was obviously so young at some of these big programs and he failed at them at such a young age. So he's he didn't fail in his forties and fifties, right, to come back and rebound in his fifties and sixties. He failed in his twenties and thirties and has come back in his forties to rebound. So he's kind of got that edge and advantage on a lot of others that he got all those opportunities at a young age and really did learn from them. And I just as a media member to wrap up, as a media member, you know, walking into his office and and him being specifically with nil so honest, uh, you know, and just coming out and saying what everybody is thinking, it's just a breath of fresh
0: air. I agree, I agree, and it's it's a cool story, and and it's so funny, Ross. Um, you know, fans can't, you know, they can't acknowledge that he is now a really good head coach, and he's not what he was, you know, 10, 11 years ago. Hey, dude, thanks so much for your time today. Love your work, and uh, hope you have a great football season. We'd love to catch up with you uh, one more time before Christmas. Be good. Glad you're doing well. Thanks, man.
1: All right, man. Yep, thanks. Thanks, Bill. Bye-bye.
0: Ross Dellinger on the Yingling Lager Guest Line, SI.com Sports Illustrated. Some name image likeness, some Jimbo, a little lane train, and Sabin. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show, and we are brought to you by your next Ram truck or Jeep Wrangler at Mac Hike in Flowood. Visit Mac Hike Flowwood.